Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, Sydney Kidd with the Idaho Press is here to give us the tea on some major small-town drama. She lets me in on how the CUNA Rodeo went from double-booking events to death threats in what felt like less than eight seconds. It's Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast, your daily Boise download. Sydney, thanks so much for talking to me today. Yeah, absolutely, Emma. Thanks for having me on. I wanted to start by asking you, are you aware, Sydney Kid, that you have a perfect rodeo name? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that? Have people said that to you? No, but um, my husband, his name is Mikhail, and his dad wanted to name him Cole, um, but his mom wouldn't let him because she said it sounded too much like a NASCAR driver, Cole Kid. <laughs> Cole Kid. <laughs> well, so y- your only relation, I guess, to the rodeo then is that you wrote an article for the Idaho Press a while back about CUNA having two rodeos. And in it, you explained that the city of CUNA partnered with the owners of Crooked 8 to do a rodeo last year. But then the city announced the rodeo would be held at a city-owned location this year instead, which seems like a pretty tame story, but then there were some hard feelings. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, I began covering the CUNA Rodeo um, at the beginning of last year. I guess it was more of the spring because it was the first time that that CUNA was going to have a rodeo in decades. So it was a big deal to this more of a rural ag community to be getting a rodeo back. So you're exactly right. They held it at the Crooked 8 venue and the owners of the Crooked 8 contributed a lot to this rodeo. And then the city decided to pursue a different path for this next year. They wanted to have their own venue. Um, And they said it was something that they had considered for a long time, but the owners of the Crooked 8 venue who hosted last year said they weren't aware of that until four days after the the first CUNA rodeo. And, you know, from your our first article, the city said, hey, we, you know, thank you for letting us have the rodeo here, but we don't feel comfortable spending money improving a private property for the rodeo. And now we have the money to buy our own space. And then the owners of Crooked 8 said, well, we spent over 200000 improving this site for last year's rodeo. And reading that first article, I thought, well, you know, honestly, both sides sound pretty reasonable. You know, as a reporter, you try to get both sides of every story. And and this definitely was a, a story where there were two sides. And you could see where each side was coming from. I know that there were certainly some hard feelings afterwards, but they they were still trying to keep it um, as professional as they could, both sides. But then the new rodeo ended up being scheduled for the same day as the old rodeo. And that really started to become a problem, right? 
Right. So in the midst of trying to figure out between the CUNA Rodeo and the CUNA Stampede, which is the new newly formed rodeo, and, and when things were going to happen, the city in talking with Crooked 8, because there was still this possibility that Crooked 8 was going to host again this year. Crooked 8 said that they were told that the city was going to host their rodeo on the second week of September. The city said that they had discussed the second week as well as the first week, but Crooked 8 said that they weren't aware of that. So when the city came out with their official announcement, it was for the same weekend that the CUNA Stampede, which is um, going to be at the Crooked 8, said that their rodeo was going to be for. And this is a problem. Maybe people don't realize this, but a lot of the people who do uh, events in the rodeo, they're they're like, they're basically touring performers, right? They follow a right. rodeo circuit. And so to have a rodeo uh, that's the same weekend, two rodeos in the same place, essentially that's the same weekend, is actually a, a big problem from that, for them, right? Absolutely. So the reason why that weekend was picked to begin with is because it went well with the flow of those rodeo athletes, like you mentioned. And then yeah, if you have two rodeos, now the talent, now these athletes have to decide, you know, because they can't compete at both rodeos. And it's not only that, but vendors, local vendors in CUNA who want to sponsor events have to choose, you know, maybe they can't sponsor two events or they can't go to two events and, and vend at two events. So, um, and people can't, can't be in two places at one time. So even... Uh, spectators would have to choose. So it really did. Um, that was a problem that that the city and the CUNA Stampede were were coming towards. And so people are probably wondering, why are we getting into this CUNA rodeo drama? But your article comes out and then this is where things start to really go off the rails, right? Right. So my art, my first article explaining this communication breakdown and what led to these two articles was published on a Sunday. And there had already been throughout the week um, kind of a bit of an uproar and some commotion on, on social media. And, you know, city council members had received a couple of emails. People showed up at city council meetings. So there was already kind of an uproar. In Some the CUNA kerfuffle, we'll say. <laughs> yes, with a K. When my article published, it opened the gate for more people to see what was going on. And Mayor Joe Steer told me people are more passionate now than they used to be. And when they hear about something they don't like that you did, you, you hear from them quickly and you hear from them intensely. And city staff started to get death threats about this rodeo um, shortly after my story published. And that led to the city having to reevaluate what they were going to do. And ultimately, they decided to cancel the city rodeo. Yeah. And, you know, the mayor had said something along the lines of, you know, this isn't worth it. Like, we're just going to cancel because it's not worth my staff and me and myself, like receiving death threats and feeling afraid uh, which is a real bummer. You know, I, I know it was a hassle for maybe people with, to figure out this two rodeos thing, but it is really sad that, that they had to cancel because of feeling fearful. Yeah, absolutely. From my understanding, I know that both groups, if they saw that these two rodeos were going to continue to happen on the same trajectory that they were happening, 
they were going to try and see if there was a way that they could reschedule. I know the city of CUNA was talking about reaching out to the ICA about rescheduling theirs because they, you know, they didn't want two competing rodeos. Both sides said they they didn't want to do that to the community. So it it was sad in the sense of, you know, how everything happened. But now it's sad in the sense that people don't get two rodeos. They, you know, they only get one. What was Crooked 8's response during all that? Cricket 8, you know, they didn't want city officials to receive death threats. Um, Lenny Kitka, who is one of the co-owners of the Cricket 8, said it's not the horseman way. And, you know, they, they denounced that behavior pretty, pretty strongly. What was this like for you as a reporter, you know, to, to have this article that you think is probably pretty benign come out and then to know that, like, you people receive death threats? You know, not that you're responsible in any way, of course, but I imagine that felt pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, um, I can say that it was definitely a first. And, you know, that was definitely not my intention. I tried very hard to get both sides of the story, like I mentioned earlier. And I felt that the final product was very neutral. But then the response to that article was not neutral in any way. And so sometimes you do question, like, did I do something wrong here? And you have to go to your editors and your mentors and check with them and see if there was any way that that you could improve. But, you know, at the end of the day, I read that article multiple times before and after. And I, I have to understand that I can't take responsibility for people's actions you know, that's, that's not, that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to report what's happening. And and that's what I did. And I didn't take any sides. I just reported things how they were. What happens now? They so now Crooked Eight's still doing a a rodeo. Is the city going to be involved in any way? I am not aware of the city being involved in any way. Um, I don't know in the future what, uh, the future of rodeo and CUNA will look like. I do know that the CUNA Stampede has been very enthusiastic about the rodeo that they're having. They've talked about how they're going to put a philanthropic uh, emphasis on this year's rodeo um, and things like that. So those are things that the people of CUNA can anticipate. But as far as you know, what what comes next for the city and if they'll be having a rodeo in you know future years, I can't tell you. I mean, I look forward to seeing what develops out of this. Uh, I, I hope there's no more death threats. And yeah, I guess I guess watch out. Watch out for those CUNA rodeo enthusiasts because they are passionate folks, huh? Absolutely. And yeah, we'll be, you know, if there are any updates with this story, rest assured, I'll be there to, to update people on them. So let them know what's going on. Well, thank you, Sydney Kid, so much for being here. And I hope we get to talk to you again. Absolutely, Emma. Thank you so much. Before you head out, the Idaho Press is reporting that the CUNA City Council is looking into streaming the council's meetings. CUNA is one of two Ada County cities that doesn't have streaming or video playback for city council meetings. Garden City is the other. CUNA does currently offer audio recordings of the city council meetings after the fact. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. 
We'll be back tomorrow morning with Heath Drusen and an update on Ammon Bundy's legal troubles. Bye.